How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. This week, we're talking about daddy issues. Yep, what it really means to have daddy issues. And let's face it, when we think about the TV shows that we've watched and a lot of the movies and even that, you know, the ladies talk around the water cooler or in the bathroom around daddy issues, a lot of the time we associate daddy issues to things like attention seeking. We normally hear women say, oh my God, she would date any guy that looks at her. Oh, she's so easy to get into bed with. And all of those type of comments. It's really basically an easy way to slut shame promiscuous women. And we just put them all in a box and say, you know what, they're the ones with the daddy issues. But there's more to it than just having daddy issues or being promiscuous. You know, the stigma can really linger along in our lives for women that have issues with their dads. So labeling a woman who had an absent father or an estranged father as someone who has daddy issues is presumptuous and used mainly as an insult that she might be weak. So while there are women that have issues with men because of their, you know, dad's absence, well, we sort of can't blame them. It really was the first male figure in their lives that should have, could have, would have been a really good role model. But not all daddy issues are created equally. So let's face it, everyone has an issue with either of their parents, which really has shaped how you behave in a relationship right now as an adult. Someone was with an absent father and, you know, they probably have a set of characteristics that might filter into their current dating lives. And, you know, mummy's boys are the same. They can be seen as, you know, doting and loyal to their mums and come across as issues with, you know, separation anxiety and boundary issues and complex standards. But women with daddy issues are on the other end of the spectrum. So let's spell out the dreaded daddy issues. Simply put, it's someone with daddy issues looking for a relationship with a man that reminds them of their father, but not on purpose, right? They don't go out there going, I'm looking to date my dad, but it's the psyche that takes over. And without realizing, we either attract or deter somebody that is like our father. And we may come up with a definition of how we think we should be treated by males. So daddy issues aren't subject to women only though, right? There are plenty of men that have issues with their fathers too, but it isn't seen as a weakness or something that explains why they behave certain ways in relationships. Because let's face it, men act a particular way too when their fathers have been absent. But let's not concentrate on the boys today. Really, the topic today is discussing women who have had issues with their dads and how, unfortunately, women are actually given the blame for these issues that are projected onto them by their fathers. It's really not any woman's fault. It's not anybody's fault. They have issues with their father and then subsequently the men after them. But there is real issues when they face dating, love and intimacy that comes into play. And this is where the responsibility lies with the adult woman. So this is when, as an adult, you now have a choice, a decision to make with the man that you date. 
So if we think about women that have daddy issues, what are they like when dating? Well, women who have issues with their fathers aren't meant to be put in a generalized box. Their issues are complex. They're different. And a lot of it depends on what their relationship was like with their father. So let's think dad was never in the picture and they've never met and they've had an absent father who was always working or they're estranged from him. Or they may have had experiences of abuse and their fathers in some way have really been quite toxic. Whatever the case, the severity of the issues shouldn't be undermined. They are just different kinds of really the same thing. So levels of security and insecurity come to mind. Someone with a secure attachment style has experienced a parent or caregiver who is responsive and emotionally mature. But insecure attachment comes from the opposite. So if we talk about attachment styles associated to daddy issues, if we think about someone that has an anxious, preoccupied attachment style, that is that they are more likely to be anxious, they need closeness and attention, and are insecure about their relationship. They are often fearful that their partner is abandoning them. So they're quite anxious and they're preoccupied with the attachment. Is he going to leave me? I'm scared he's going to go. I'm scared I'm not good enough. I'll do anything to keep him there and overcompensate in the relationship. And then you have those that have a dismissive avoidance style. And they often find trusting someone to be really difficult. And they would rather have experienced no closeness at all than risking being vulnerable and hurt again. So that's why it's called dismissive avoidance style. They actually avoid the closeness because it's not worth the risk of being hurt. And then we have the fearful avoidant attachment. And these people just shut down or run away from anything that might be difficult or complex. And I'm talking about difficult and complex as in feelings and emotions. Even the positive emotions and feelings they shut down from and are really uncomfortable with intimacy. So if you're with someone that just cannot deal with any type of emotion, whether good or bad, and they just shut off, it's going to be very difficult to have a relationship with that person because they're uncomfortable with any type of intimacy, which means you are in this relationship alone. And it's really important that we understand attachment style when it comes to relationships because it's particularly hard for women to get over their issues when they are trapped in a toxic cycle of bad relationships and choosing wrong men. More often than not, though, these women believe they aren't good enough or worthy enough of a good man in their lives. And most of the time, they are really unable to identify a good one who crosses their path. They believe on some level, some unconscious level, that because they were abandoned by their father, and their father didn't want to spend any time with them, they actually deserve to be treated poorly. They gravitate towards people who treat them in this way, in this normal way, and normal for them. Because if dad abandoned me, why would anyone else love me? So I'll take anything that I can. So even if someone with daddy issues has a great partner, even if they have dealt with their problems head on, there will still be some anxieties and worries and insecurities about the relationship at times. And this is a forever piece of work until you make real peace with it. So really, how are you going to deal with these issues? How can women deal with the issues that keep coming up? One of the ways you can actually 
deal with these issues is to look at other people's relationships that you admire. Ones that are healthy and respectable and in a really good place. If you know a friend and her partner are great together, sit down with her and talk about how you want to be the same. How it is that they are the way they are. Ask her, what is it that helps you have a relationship like you have today? And help apply their behaviors to your own relationship. Because in relationships, if they're successful relationships, if we are doing the same thing as someone else in a successful relationship, if we are just mirroring that, it is bound to work because there's a formula. It doesn't just work for one person. There are types of things that you do in relationships that always work. So get some examples from those relationships that are working really well. Another positive idea is probably talking with a love and relationship coach like me. Someone like myself will help you work through these unresolved issues and use strategies to change your attachment style. And if you're working through these issues that stem from, you know, your relationship with a parent, particularly your dad, just know that you aren't alone. There is always going to be help out there when you need it. I work on this all the time with my clients. There is not one time I don't work with someone that we don't go back to a relationship you had with a significant other growing up, whether it was your mum, dad, or a carer. And these are really important for the patterning we have in our lives right now. Where did we set ourselves up with a belief that once then was probably seemed true, but is a belief now that no longer serves us? Where is that? And so when we start to unpack that and peel the layers back, you start to discover that you are worthy, that you do deserve respect, and you are definitely more than enough. So if you need some help around this, I urge you to reach out because there is no need for you to feel stuck and feel like there is no place to go when help is right there. I promise you that if you don't peel these onion layers back, you will continually meet the same man just in a different body. You continually have the same issues just in a different way. And you will continually show up feeling hurt and disappointed. The buck stops with you. When you decide to heal yourself, when you decide to become aware of the patterns that are happening in your life, the ones that are playing out that aren't serving you anymore, then you jump back into the driver's seat and start to make change. And when you start to make change, you attract change. And that's what you want. You want to attract somebody that is different from your past. So take a minute to digest all of that and think about reaching out. And if you do, you can do that on DM through Instagram or you can actually send me an email at info at drlove.com and it's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com to sort of reach out and say, hey, Dr. Love, I need some help with unpacking some of my attachment and my bad cycles around relationship or my bad patterning. Can you help me out? And obviously I'd say yes and try and squeeze you in. But reach out if you need some help around this. I'd love to hear about whether you're struggling and how I can help you or how you've managed to actually get through this and your story around these patterns and how they weren't serving you and how you broke through and made a difference for yourself. So I'll leave it on that note. Uh, We'll catch you on the next episode. This is Dr. Love. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's 
D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.